Welcome to the number one podcast, where we give you an authentic look into the world's healthiest, wealthiest, and most inspirational minds. We talk about trending topics, bold ideas, and give you real-world examples that will inspire you to take massive action to become the number one version of yourself. Welcome back to the number one pod. I'm super excited to be here with Monsi today. I'm super excited to be here too. Yeah, thank you. Well, <laughs> If you've been watching our episodes and you've been seeing any of our content, it's only because Monsi is the one who has been chopping up, editing, and posting all of this season two. Uh, as you know, we went on a little hiatus for a while. We came back and Monsi has been tackling, getting us back in oh, the yeah. groove and uh, handling the consistency. Super excited to get it going for you guys. Honestly, it's, uh, it's going to be so much fun, like just knowing the kind of guests that you want on the podcast. But I won't take credit myself. I have a team that does it all for us. So they're amazing. And yeah, yeah they're thank doing you team. all this stuff thank for you. Thank you, team. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, everyone, for listening. You know, we really do appreciate you. If you have not yet done so, please hit the like, subscribe. And uh, we're about to get into it. But I think this will be one that you want to share with a friend as well. Um, so, Masi, I want to get right into it uh, with regard to having a media company and what that looks like. Absolutely. So you have a lot to deal with for sure because you come with a lot of different clients and with a lot of different clients comes a lot of different personalities. Knowing how to fit that personality on social media and share all their different personalities is having to hone in on every single thing as far as the personalities that they have, the kind of appearance that they want, the audience that they want, mm. the kind of business that they do, what's their why. Having to hone in on all that is uh, a lot of work, but it's so satisfying to see them and watch them grow. Yeah. That's awesome. But um, yeah, I mean, it's so much fun, you know, having to get all the edits, all the raws, like chopping it up, making them look better, like sh sharing it on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn, like all the works, um, even websites, all that kind of stuff, email marketing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of you're, reward in it. I would imagine you're also handling like a massive team, mm -hmm. right? And I don't know if all of your people are here or if you have a combo of being here and overseas. But it's definitely a combo. I think it's yeah. a lot of people to manage. Yes. And like not everybody stays on for the long term. So you're also handling a lot of, you know. A turnover rate. Yeah, yeah. High turnover. There's a high turnover for sure. I mean, it's a lot of work. Um, you know, we promised our... We promise our clients a certain amount of reels, you know, depending on the length of the podcast. And, you know, the editors do get, you know, they, they can get exhausted. It's a lot of screen time for them. Yeah. Um, but I make sure, you know, to give them the right hours. I make sure that they get enough rest. They're, you know, they're taking breaks in between too, just to rest their eyes because, I mean, they need their eyes for these kind of edits. But yeah, I do have a mixture, a combo of uh, editors social media managers, copywriters, audio engineers, they're based in there in LA, San Diego, Miami, or also in uh, the Philippines, India, et cetera. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So you had a combo of the most expensive cities. Yes. So the highest paid talent. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, it's the highest. The, yeah. And then you got a- But when you want the best, you got to go for the best. Yeah. You know, awesome. it's a, like our audio engineer, he's in San Diego, but he's like three-time Grammy nominated, actually won a Grammy. So it's just like, okay, that makes sense for a podcast. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, there's that. But then the editors, even though they're based out of the Philippines and overseas, they do an amazing job. Yeah. And then, you know, it goes through the whole copywriting just because there could be a language barrier here and there. So, you know, we got to make sure we check everything through QC. QC. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So how did you get into this space? 
So I actually got my degree in physical therapy. Okay, so polar opposite industry. <laughs> polar opposite industry. I was, uh, I was super close to getting my doctorate's degree. And then my fiance just, at the time, my boyfriend, he was just, uh, you're always on your phone. You're always on social media. Like, get off your phone or either start learning how to make money on your phone. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's not a bad call. You know, I am always on my phone. And he's like, I got the perfect client for you. It's my business partner. He's just getting started on social media. He needs a presence. You know, he's a real estate broker. He needs to put his face out there just to get more deals. Perfect. Let's do it. Started with him. Haven't looked back since then. He wow. referred me to different people. They referred me to different people. As of right now, my business is like 90% referral. That's based. great. Yeah, yeah. We haven't even touched marketing at all. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, it started off like that. Never turned back on physical therapy again. I was just like, this is exactly what I want to do. I will say, though, during that time, I was, um, I don't want to say pigeon held because I do love those clients that I was working with. And they're actually really good best friends of mine. But I was just all in on them. Mm. And I wasn't all in on myself and what I wanted out of it. Gotcha. So there was a, a point in life where I had to make a decision a year ago where I was like, am I going to go all in on me or am I going to go all in on someone else and see them go after their vision? And I went all in on myself. Wow, that's yeah. huge. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy because that's kind of a realization that I had like a week ago. <laughs> Because, like, you know, my studio, this space is available for Amazing and, studio, by the way. And uh, thank you. And actually, you were a part of the push for me to get this space. Because I, I was in the one two doors down, <laughs> yep. which is significantly smaller. Um, and I was like, man, this one's opening up. I think it's a great opportunity. Uh, I could probably start renting out my space. And at that point in time, the only person who had ever rented my space was Cody and Wes. Yes. And so I Which was, are not bad people to rent oh, your space out. Yeah. Those are amazing. So I'm like, so my first guest has over a million followers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my my other, my second guest has over 500,000. Yep. And he's growing day by day, you know? And so I was like, man, this could be something. And I just wrote it. Uh, you, JJ, Cody. Yes. Uh, you three were like, just do it. Just do it. I remember the exact conversations because we were like, we were in person talking and then in the, in the old studio. Yeah. And then on the phone too, we were talking. Yeah. I'm like, just do it. I'm like, it's going to pay for itself. Yeah. And this month alone. Yeah. It's paid it for has, itself. It has. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but the realization, and I think there's two points there in that story. The first one was the realization that I'm doing this for everybody else. I'm recording hours and hours of content for other people using my equipment in my studio, in my space. Why am I not doing it for myself? And Cody really helped me with that because he was like, bro, you should be posting a minimum of 20 to 30 reels every month. Minimum. Minimum. Yeah, like at least you're, once a you day. You can literally record every day. <laughs> yep. Right. So he kind of helped me shift my perspective. Um, but, you know, the second part of that story, which I think is even more impactful, is just committing to take action. Absolutely. Right. Because I, I set a time, when we first spoke about it, I gave myself a, t a deadline. And I was like, by the end of the week, I'm going to make a decision. And I'm either going to do it or I'm not going to do it. But we're going to have this decision made. Because yes. otherwise, the opportunity will be, will be fleeting and it's going to disappear. Right? It's not going to wait on you. Yeah, other it's not going to wait. Yeah. So what happened was when that day came, I made the decision. I said, all right, I'm going to do it. That day, someone else, well, the manager calls me and he was like, hey, someone else wants your studio. And I was like, well, it's, it's already rented. And he was like, I think you want to hear this out. And he was like, they'll give you $5,000 to walk away from it so that they can have it. And then I thought about it and I actually prayed about it. And I was like, I called him back and I was like, yo, my number's 10K. If they give me 10K, I'll walk away. If they give me a dollar less than that, then I know that this is meant for me. And so he came back and he was like, they'll give you eight. 
And I was like, nah, this, Not is, in this it. is mine. I remember you had that conversation <laughs> with me too. And I was just like, you're going to make the 10K. Like as soon as you like start getting the studio going, I'm I like, know. you're going to get more than 10K yeah. and look at you now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> a great investment. Thank honestly. you. Yeah. I agree. Thank and you I, kudos I, for that one. Thank you. <laughs> and I think there is massive power in just taking action. Um, like, what did that look like in your business? Because I mean, to go from physical therapy to like jumping into working with a client, yep. like that's obviously a huge leap. And I think there are a lot of people who might not be physical therapists or be in school for physical therapy, but they might be accountants, they might be CPAs, they could be, you know, nurses, doctors, attorneys, they could just be working at a nine to five somewhere and they hate their lives. Yeah. And they were afraid to take that leap when just like this space, I was afraid I didn't want to do it. But I had other people in my corner kind of cheering me on, and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. Absolutely. I, I, you have a good point right there. There's the other people in your corner because mm. you have that vision, and you know you want to take the leap, but there's something holding you back. It's the fear of the unknown. Yeah. It's holding you back. Um, you just don't know what you're going to expect. You have, you know, the good little, like, cushion. Like, you know you're going to get a certain amount of income yeah. every single month. You're going to make this amount of salary. But then if you go all out on your own as an entrepreneur – you can have zero dollar months Sink or, or you can have a whole bunch of like cash flowing, you know, coming to you every single month. Um, but it's the fear of the unknown that really separates you from actually taking that vision into mm. action. Um, but for me, at least it was I had my fiance behind me at all times. He was just like, I see what your company can be. Awesome. And I know you see what the company can be. You already know the decision you have to make what is holding you back. And for me, honestly, yeah, it was the fear of the unknown. Like, all right, I have to hustle to make sure I make X amount every single month and more. And then also, like I said, they were previous clients of mine, still best friends of mine. I was scared of losing that relationship. I'm Mm. I'm a very personal person. I love relationships. I love building them. Nothing's with me is ever transactional. It's always just like, let's build that relationship. That's just who I am. I've always been that person. So I was also a little bit a little bit scared about that. But months later, you know, I noticed that that was just silly for me to think. I'm like, no, of course, they're still best friends of mine. Like, she's actually going to be a, my matron of honor at my wedding. Wow. Um, so it's not like there was any ill feelings. Like, they're in a good spot, and I'm in a better spot now. Like, actually pursuing what I wanted wow, that's was, huge. yeah, it was the best leap I've ever done for myself. And I'm never looking back. Being like an actual entrepreneur and going after the vision that I had for it. And seeing it like execute every single day and getting better every single day, it's so it's a blessing. And honestly, it's a blessing. That's amazing. And, and I'm so glad that I had the people in the right corner, like cheering me on. Even my family, they're like, "We don't know what you do really, to be honest, but go after it. Go do what oh, you're gonna go great. do." Yeah. Well, you know that's that's huge. My my family has always been like super supportive of me as well. But funny enough, I did not tell them about this move to get this place because I knew that their and I have like I love my family to death, so I mean this in the most respectful way possible. But I knew that their fear of the unknown, and perhaps inability to see my own vision, would somehow pass fear on to me. So I didn't even tell them, because I know who I can tell and who I can't. I'm gonna tell a self-starter who's gone after business, who's exactly. been successful, who's made millions of dollars doing their own thing, what my vision is, because that's what I'm aligned with. I'm not gonna tell someone that hasn't, no matter how much I love them. And I think oftentimes I love how you said that your family was supportive and your, you know, fiance or boyfriend at the time was so supportive, right? But um, oftentimes the people who love us the most may not be. And the reason why is not because they want to deter us from chasing our dreams, but because either they don't believe that they could do it. So how could you do it? 
or maybe they just don't see the vision. Maybe they're not sold on on it. And, you know, maybe they think that their skin in the game is their love for you and they don't want you to get hurt. So it's really out of fear, but it's also out of love. And oftentimes, like, the best way is just to keep your mouth shut when it comes to those people. I mean, there's a, there's a story in the Bible of Joseph and the coat of many colors, and he was, like, declaring his dreams to all of his brothers and stuff that God had given him. And they freaking, like, tried to basically kill him and then like pretended to kill him and then they were just like sometimes like your dream when it's in seed form is so easily killed right and just like a small plant like i have plants all over this place and the ones that are the smallest they die so quickly like they get too much sun they're done you water them too much they're done but like as they grow the bigger that they get the the more roots that go into the ground, like they're not as easily killed. I could leave it in the sun for maybe a week and then it'll die, right? Yeah. Or I could water it too much for a couple of days and then it'll die, but it's not as flimsy. It's not as easily killed. So I think sometimes like making sure that you're feeding your dream the right nutrients, keeping it around the right environment, and then also just being careful about the exposure and the environment that you're putting it in. Right. hundred percent. So Which important. it's funny that you say that because my company's name is actually Exposure. Ah, shout out to Exposure Media. <laughs> That's funny. But no, there's so much truth to that. Um, yeah. yeah, like I remember for the last five years, my my family didn't really know what I was doing. And they'll send me like articles like, hey, you should start doing this instead. You know, yeah. it's like with movies and all that. I'm like, no, that's not my realm. <laughs> but like, thank you for like, you know, thinking of me at the time. Mm. Um, but now they have a little bit more idea of like what it is that I do having posted now and, you know, really sharing what it is that I do and seeing my success in yeah. it too. So they're just like, we may not have a hundred percent like, like facts of like what it is that you do, but we see your success and we see how happy you are. That's so so we're just proud of you. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. When <laughs> I had a birthday, like a couple of years ago, my parents came down to Miami to visit and my dad got up. At, first of all, I think there was like 35, 40 people at this party. Right. And so my dad gets up in front of all my friends uh, and my, uh, my girl at the time. And he's uh, he's like tearing in his eyes. And he's like, I just want to say that being here, I'm so proud of my son because I never believed that he could do this. Because not because I didn't believe in him, but because I have never, I could have never even imagined that you wouldn't get a nine to five job, that you wouldn't get a 401k, that you wouldn't get benefits, that you wouldn't chase a life with your degree. He was like that. So what he's been doing that I thought he was nuts for has led him into this life where now he has all these beautiful friends and he's created this environment that we're all now here celebrating in. And he was like, and for me, that's such an honor and I'm so proud. And he's crying, I'm crying. Like the whole thing <laughs> was just so emotional, too. right? Like, that's so touching, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, because, and it was, it was touching for me because the entire time while I'm going through this like entrepreneurial nightmare, yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Literally a nightmare. It is, yeah. I was a, like, like my, I was like, my dad thinks I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, like my dad thinks I'm a fucking clown because he's like, or maybe he doesn't believe in me. And the fact was it had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with him. Absolutely. And so I think it's so important that like, you just have to believe in yourself because nobody else is going to do it. You're going to have cool people in your corner mm-hmm. that have done it for themselves before. But if you don't have the right people, yeah, if you don't have the right people, you're destined for uh, disaster, right heartbreak. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I love that. I love that. Now imagine your next birthday coming up. Yeah. Imagine what your dad can say now. Word. Where you at now? Yeah. I'm gonna fly him down here. We're gonna throw a party on the terrace. <laughs> He'll be like, do it again. <laughs> he want, He doesn't like coming here in June though. It's so hot. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I would. I would. I don't blame him. <laughs> but yeah, so I love that. So taking a leap. 
mm-hmm. I think is huge. Having the right people in your corner, uh, believing in yourself. But another point that you touched on was you had a vision. Yes. Right? But I want to I wanna dig a little bit deeper into that because when you mentioned your vision, I think you also mentioned that your fiance had brought this idea to you, yes. right? So, so this a, isn't even a vision that you had cultivated or you cultivated it, but he initially planted it. Yes. Right? So it was actually his seed, which sounds like a little weird saying that. <laughs> it was actually his seed implanted in me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like once he told me that and like, and he saw my potential, I didn't know. I wow. didn't even consider it, you know, but it's, that's a, honestly, our partnership is amazing. It's, it's a, uh, you know, we've been together nine years already and it's, it's always been amazing. He's always been in my corner, pushing me to like the right lengths when I was going to school I went to school for seven years to get my degree, a degree that I don't even use or even touch wow. anymore, you know, but he was that. still supporting me at all times. And, um, yeah, when he brought this up, I was just like, okay, like I'll consider it. It wasn't yeah. something that I was just like, let's go all in right away. You know, I was still working three jobs. I was still in physical therapy. I was still, um, working as a cocktail server also. And then I started doing the social media stuff here and there. And then once I started seeing that it got picked up, I got referred. I was like, okay, I can get rid of one job. So I let go of physical therapy first. I kept the cocktail service one just because it was, you know, easy money yeah. just to make up for all the the rest. And then once it started picking up a lot, I was just like, I'm done. Like I'm I'm making more now than I ever have been working a nine to five job, working late nights, early mornings. And I'm like, I'm done with this. Wow. This is what I need to be doing. And not only that, it wasn't about the money either. It was me helping other people. Like, I'm very big on that, which I can see coming from physical therapy. It's like that nurturing side, like, side of me. It's like I want to help people get better, grow, mm. you know, expand their stuff, get a bigger audience for them, like share their stories, just, like reach more audiences because everyone has a story to tell. Yeah. And I'm like, everyone deserves to, like, everyone deserves to hear your story. Yeah. And so... Yeah, it wasn't until he brought it up to me and I like that grew in my in my head. And now like my vision exceeded what he had planned for me. And now he's like, okay, I see where you can go with this. He's just like, I'm all in. And I actually had him join my company recently um, just because, you know, real estate is all over the place right now. The market's a little crazy. And I'm just like, is there any way that you can come into the business? And he was just like, yeah, absolutely. He's very OCD, operational, all that kind of stuff. I'm more oh, visionary, okay. yeah. like creative. So it's like controlled chaos is what I call it. That's, um, with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I was like, I need you, like do the whole operations OCD, just like do all that kind of stuff. And he came in probably like a month ago. And it's been amazing, all the stuff that he's already implementing. The team loves him. I'm just like, you're just, he's such like, I'm big on relationships. He's huge on relationships too. So it's just, everyone loves him. He's great at communicating with other people, with the different clients that we have, outreaching new clients. And I'm like, that's that's always like a good play also. Yeah, that's awesome. He's he's on cold calling for many years now. He's good at it. He's a natural. Yeah. And so it worked out. What industry was he in? He's a commercial real estate broker. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So he's he, still doing that, like, you know, but he definitely, like, goes all in on, on the company for sure. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So he knows how to smile and dial. Yes. Smile and dial. Yeah. Coffee's for closers. <laughs> yep, exactly. Dang. That's great. So, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Well, that, that's great. Well, I, I love that entire story because, like I mentioned, um, your vision was seen by someone else. It was planted in you. Now you've outgrown the vision that that person had planted. And now they've been brought in 
Correct. in order to help cultivate it and make it even bigger. But I think this just goes back again to having the right people in your corner, right? Because if you don't have the right people in your corner, who's going to see that in you? Exactly. You and can it, do. You can only go so far on your own. Like it, it's it's exhausting. You can go lot. fast. Yeah, you can go fast. But you could burn out quick. Absolutely. I can't go far. You're playing all the roles, all the caps. You know, you're doing all that, and you need that little emotional support from others also, just mm-hmm. to like, hey, we're still here for you. You got this. You know, it's like you can easily burn out in the entrepreneurial game. Um, there's there's a lot of highs and there's a lot of lows. And then there's a lot of higher lows, but there's still lows. Yeah, I know. It's true. <laughs> and so it's, uh, you know, having someone and having a, like, you know, a back backup team, call it, um, just cheering you on the whole time along the way. It's it's amazing. It's like having your own little personal cheerleaders yeah. knowing that, hey, you got this. Keep going. Don't give up. You may be going through a low right now, but it's fine. You got this. Yeah. And the there's always something positive that happens on the other end of a storm. You just Always. can't get stuck into it. You have to reframe. Absolutely. Reframing yeah. is huge. Reframing is very huge. I mean, there's been multiple times where I get stuck on like, why am I so frustrated right mm. now? And, uh, you know, it's just like, what's going on? And I'm like, you need to change. Like, you need to reframe like right away. Yeah. Like, this is just one little incident. Just move on from it. Make it better. Boom. What's going to come out of it? Something better. Always. Exactly. Always. Yeah. So, and I, I think one of the biggest things about reframing while we're on the topic is, um, you know, I, I've heard so many times people will comment on my stories or they'll send me a DM because I try to be positive with things that I'm, I'm putting out there. And they'll say, yeah, but you know, this horrible thing happened to me and this and that. And this is the purpose of a reframe is to take something bad that has happened or something negative or something less favorable and find the good in it. If you can flip the script and you can say, this didn't happen to me, this happened for me. And what is the positive that came out of it? Well, yeah, I got fired from that job, but look at where I am now. Now I have the opportunity and the freedom to go after this thing that I've been putting off for 10 years. Exactly. You know, or whatever this person's story is, there is some type of positive in it if you can flip the script and reframe on how, not only where it's gotten you, but where it's taking you, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of people, though, unfortunately don't have that up. Uh, bandwidth or don't know how to reframe or don't know how like you know how to get started on all that but i think it takes self uh actualization or self-discovery yeah and like someone else telling you you know it's just like if someone's reaching out to you saying like yeah i had a really bad day like why is this happening to me and they're just like going deep on you you can help them out too and just be like well you know look at it this way but that again like this all keeps going back to having the right people in your corner absolutely right yep (laughs) so let me ask you with regard to having the right people in your corner, because I think this really just truly wraps up the entire segment is how do people find the right individuals to put into their corner? And I know you're big on network. Yes. So Huge on networking. Yeah. So I know that that's <laughs> probably going to be your answer. Yes. Right? Um, I mean, it's networking with the right people. You know, there's you can network with a whole bunch of different people, but if they're not like you're part of your tribe, they're not your vibe or anything like that. You don't have to, you know, necessarily just be with them because you know that they're going to take you to like the greater extent and make your business better. Like I'm very big when it comes to relationships. And if it's not like a good vibe, I'm like, eh, you know, like, sure, I'll nurture it here and there, see where it goes. But I'm not going to pursue anything that's not really going to be beneficial for the both of us yeah. or anything like that. Um, if we just don't meet eye to eye necessarily all the time. But it is good to have people that you don't meet eye to eye here and there just because, you know, it helps you grow too yeah, and see the other trust. perspective. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, networking, I mean, at least the past year, um, 
October 22nd, 2022, I had my first uh, mastermind, Game Changers, okay. with Brad Lee and Renee Rodriguez. Amazing people to learn from. You hosted a mastermind or you went to one? I went to one. You went to one. Yeah, okay. it was October 22nd on my dirty 30 birthday Damn, in Vegas. Okay. So I spent it doing some personal development That's stuff. Dope. Yeah. I love that. I was like, what a better way to like start the decade. And um, October 22nd, 2023, I'll be actually here in Miami for another event. Oh, we're? Yeah. So okay. I'm just like, let's keep the trend going. But it's not necessarily just like the personal development that I get out of it. Yes, that's always helpful. It's beneficial. It keeps, you know, the gears greased up and all yeah. that. But it's the network that you get out of it. There's so many people that I have met in these groups that I've become really good friends with. I've partnered up with a lot of people that have expanded my business, their businesses, it's just, you know, we've grown businesses together, also like little side businesses. Um, it, it's all about networking. I agree. And it's like people always ask, like, you're always traveling. You're always going to all these masterminds. Like, aren't you tired of it and all that? I'm like tired of making new friends, tired of expanding my business, tired of like going to a new city, going like, why are you going to these? Yeah. And like then you ask yourself why you're still stuck in your nine to five job. I'm like. Or why your, you know, your business isn't doing any good. It's like, you know, maybe you should take a page out of my book. <laughs> yeah. And expand. Yeah, expand. absolutely. I mean, I've made such great friends and like people that, you know, social media influencers, social media stars, I can easily call my phone right now. I can easily just be like, hey, like, you want to go grab dinner tonight? You want to go do this? Or, hey, yeah, let's fly out over here. Um, you know, I'm not going to name all these people, but they're highly influential people that are in my phone book. But that's because I took the time to nurture those relationships. One of the things I love about your network and that you kind of hinted to it, I think you're underplaying it. There are a lot of <laughs> incredible people in your Rolodex. Yes. Um, I know you're not going to name drop them, maybe because you have an NDA. Uh, or... No, I'm just, I've never been <laughs> that person to really name drop. Yeah, okay. I mean, I can easily do it if, uh, if it builds clout and all that. If people really want to know, I can easily do that. Um, but I've just never been that person. It's okay. We don't have to do that today. But one of the things that um, – let me, let me touch on two points. So the first one is you have all these incredible people in your, in your corner. That's huge, right? And a lot of them have a lot of clout, a lot of social media clout. Um, a lot of status, a lot of money. Uh, and my first question would be, how do you get in the room with these people? Because thank God, like, I've been lucky enough that they've literally come into my room. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they've been in here <laughs> filming. So yeah. I haven't had to go out and find them. But True. it's just happened organically. And it's almost like once you get one, you get two, then you get 10, then you the get 20. Yeah. And now they're all like your friends with all of them. Yes. Right? Was that a similar experience to how, what you had and or how did the first one happen and um, how did it snowball? Yeah, no. So for me, it was more play to get in the game. I mean, or, right. or, or sorry, it was paid to get into the game. Mm. So I paid to get into the masterminds. You know, I okay. paid to get in there, get my foot in there, become friends with them. And like I said before, I'm really big on the relationships. So it's not like I just sat there and like learned, took some notes and just sat to myself. It's like, no, I paid to get in there. So I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to like have a conversation wow. with these guys. You know, they're like, hey, if you guys have any questions, hit me up on DMs. I hit them up on DMs. Wow. It's like you build that relationship at all times. And then it got to the point where I don't have to pay anymore. And like I have all these connections. Now they're referring me other people that it's expanding that network already. It's like I'm at, yeah, I'm at that point now where I don't have to pay, but I still do here and there just one to support them also. And then two, because you never know who you're going to meet that's not necessarily that big, that's true. say, on social media, but they're going, it, or will be, yeah. yeah, or will be. 
And um, you just get to meet more people. But initially, I would say it, you have to pay to get in the game. Unless it's like you, you know, yes. where they come to you. And, well, uh, I still pay. <laughs> indirectly, I still bought all the equipment. <laughs> so you, you paid for access and proximity. Absolutely. And that's huge. It's huge. A lot of people are like, that's a lot of money. And I'm like, do you know the return you can get on that? You're complaining about paying five, 10, 15 grand. I've, I've invested at least, gosh, maybe like, in this last year alone, probably close to $150,000, $200,000 on my own personal development, on my network and all that. I The return I've got on that, insane. Amazing. Insane. Amazing. Yeah. And that was, uh, that was the internal development or the personal development that you did. Was that really like self-work, self-discovery, or was it also a lot of masterminding and like investing on the outside too? Was it, was, it a combo? Um, yeah, it was a combo of both. There was a lot of personal development on there, um, you know, like getting to hone in on what my why is, my vision, like really going after it. That's huge. Working on content, which is, I mean, I'm a content creator, so it's like perfect, right? I'm an industry. But it's also like business development too. It's just like the amount that I've learned for business throughout this past year alone has been insane. That's huge. Yeah, insane. Like the ins, the outs, if I want to exit, like having a strategy plan for that. Um, there's just so much that I learned from it. But yeah, it goes beyond just personal development for sure. I agree. And well, that's awesome. So you're paying for access, you're paying for proximity, you're networking your ass off, you're creating content, you're going deep, you're, and I, I love all this because I think this is a holistic approach mm -hmm. to not only media, obviously media was your vehicle yeah. and media is your vehicle, but anybody could have any type of vehicle. Like I'm doing the same thing in the production side, yeah. right? I don't edit, I don't post, I don't do any of that shit, yeah. but I create beautiful content through production and I've been blessed with the ability to do that, having no experience. I never, ever held a camera until a couple months ago. And now I have a whole studio. So I think the important thing for people to take away is that if you have a vision, then you have to take action to go for it. If you have to pay for access, you've got to do it, right? You've got to do you it. You've got to be in proximity of people who are going to empower you. They're going to see the strengths within you. They're going to, I think, push on those and build on those so that and, and make you aware because oftentimes we aren't even aware of the what capabilities we yeah. that we have within us. And it takes someone seeing that like your fiance saw in you and like Cody and you saw in me. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the th services that we're meant to do as individuals is to point out things in other people that are going to encourage them and build, build on them and inspire them. Because it's almost our way of giving back. Someone did it to us. We are meant to do it to other people. I 100% agree. I have a... One of my close best friends, she's more on the entrepreneur side. She's still an employee right now, but wanting to lean on the entrepreneur side. And I'm always there supporting her. I'm like, go after it. I got your back. Yeah. What do you need? Do you need an angel investor? I got you. I see your vision. Let's go after it. Um, I see that a lot. And in content creation, at least for my business, it's not, I don't just take on any clients, to be honest. I'm at that point where I don't need to take on any client, um, yeah. you know, which it's, it's great. You know, I've got to that point with a lot of work, obviously. Um, but if I see that they have a vision or that message to share, or like they should be reaching out to other people, it's like, you should really go all in on that. So I, I definitely do that within the business too. It's just like, you need to be pushed yeah. outside of your comfort zone, out of your limits and share this with other people, Absolutely. you know, and it's, it's going to help their business regardless. So it's just, no, I mean, it yeah. all comes back. Absolutely. You just got to keep going. Yeah. Keep going. And it's, it's funny that you say that though, like the whole vision, like other people, um, and not really knowing your capabilities. Uh, one of the people who I won't name or anything, but 
he reached out to me. I was just like, hey, we should go in business together. And I'm like, let's do it. And so we discussed everything and he has a huge network of people. And, you know, it's just like, it's going to take off. And I'm like, let's fucking do it. You know, sorry. It's awesome. But no, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I didn't even know I had that kind of capability in me. I didn't even see that vision for yeah. me. But here's someone who sees what I can potentially have and add to the business. And now I'm just like, this is amazing. But I didn't do it just sitting around scrolling on social media, you know, seeing, oh, I want to meet this person one day. I took action on that. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to get in the room. That's what I'm going to do. Well, you were not consuming. You're focused on producing. Correct. And that's something that I do as well. And I think every entrepreneur that's actually doing something with their lives are doing. Um, you know, I had somebody, they they messaged me a couple of days ago, um, a guy, he's trying to get hired. And <laughs> he was actually genuinely upset. And he was like, hey, why didn't you call me for my birthday on Saturday? And I'm like, oh, excuse me? <laughs> And I was like, bro, happy you know how, how am I supposed to know that it's your birthday? First of all, happy belated. How am I supposed to know it's your birthday? He's like, well, I've been posting on social media about it for three days, right? I'm like, guy, I don't go on social media and watch people's stuff. And he was like, don't, you're always on social media. I'm like, I'm always posting on social media. I'm not on social media watching people's stuff. And he was like, well, it's the same thing. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not the same. And I was like, you're not posting. You're not active on social media. You are not producing content. And then you're wondering why your business is suffering or why you want to be hired. I, my business is not suffering because I'm always producing. I'm never consuming. And if I am consuming, I'm consuming from the right sources because it's so important what you listen to. Again, going back to feeding your plant, feeding Absolutely. your seed. What are you consuming? What are you listening to? What are the podcasts that you're consuming? Are you always watching bullshit gossip TV? Or are you like, I, and I mean, there's a time and a place. Sometimes you got to relax. Absolutely, and, yeah. You know, mindless stuff. Yeah. Yes, completely mindless. <laughs> but like if you're always just consuming terrible shit, then you're going to produce terrible results. And you can see who's who. Yeah. You can see who the consumers are and you can see who the producers 100%. are. And um, yeah, that's, it's funny you say that because uh, I remember like if you start posting something on your story, I'll respond back and like, I won't get like a message back to like eight, nine hours later, you know? And I'm just yeah. like, well, cause you're busy doing your stuff, you know? It's I like feel, you're growing the business. I feel bad, honestly, because like, Don't feel bad. first of all, like <laughs> I see people like, um, again, we're not going to mention names, but people that are very very successful, got money, got business. And I see him in the gym yesterday and he's like, bro, I respond to all of my DMs, all of them. I'm like, how, how do you do that? And well, he, he has his business. He, that's how he makes his business. And he's like, I respond to every single, yeah, that is his business. That's true. Um, but I'm like, so I feel bad because sometimes I don't get back to people and I'll, I'll go back, they'll like something or whatever. And then I'll go back and I'm like, damn, I never responded to this person like a month ago. Don't feel guilty. You know? I do the same thing too. I'm like, oh my God, I totally forgot to answer back. But I'll be like, hey, what's up? You yeah. know, like, so sorry. I, I need to hire somebody to just go through. Just, just go through just, your DMs just, with a little assistant right there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that's awesome. So. I love that. I think that, you know, we've, I think, brought to the awareness of people a lot of plays today. And so one of them is going to be, I think, if we could really sum this thing up, number one, get really crystal clear on your vision. Absolutely. If you don't have one, then surround yourself with other people who are going to see that in you and instill it in you. The right people. The right people, mm -hmm. right? Uh, if you are not surrounded by the right people, go find them, right? And if you don't know where to look, look for a network that you can pay to access because you need to be around proximity of players. 
You need to be around proximity of producers, people that are out here doing shit all the time. And being around the people that have done what it is that you're looking for. That's Like, huge. if you have a vision, go, like, let's say you want to buy all these, like, properties, real estate properties and multifamily. You're not going to go with someone that just creates content for, like, fitness. That's it. You know, it's just like, that makes no sense. I know. You know, it's like, pick the right people to mentor you, exactly. be a part of. Yeah. Well, the first thing I did when I went under contract on this property last week was I called my buddy Will. Well, Will's flipped like 600 houses, so he knows what's up. Like, the guy's been in the game before. Yeah. So I called him, and he the first thing he tells me, he's like, bro, this is a, don't buy this. This is a really bad flip. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I've looked at the comms, and I'm like, you know what? Why am I even questioning yeah, this guy? This guy knows it, what yeah, I this is bread and butter. I'm right like, there. can you tell me why? And he's like, can I be honest with you? And I said, absolutely. So he shot it to me straight, and he's like, you're not offended, are you? And I'm like, dude, I love this shit. Like, just shoot it to me straight. I'm not getting gonna yeah, get offended. It's uh, the constructive criticism yeah, side of things. I love that. You know, I Let love me save me six yeah. figures, absolutely. please. Save me yeah. from a hundred thousand dollar loss, please. You know? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's that's. That's because you have your network yeah, right there. You know, right? it's like exactly. you know who to go to. And I only met him because we were both speaking together on a real estate panel. And that only happened because someone saw my Instagram because they liked one of the posts that I did about condos in South Florida. Right. So, again, it was because I was producing. Yep. And then it hooked me up with the right people who saw my content and wanted to connect. And the then I went to the event. Social media. And I networked. Social media is everything. It is everything. It it's is your resume. There's a is. direct, I tell people this, and if they're in the industry, they don't believe me. There is a direct correlation between if I post and if I get business. When I don't post, I don't get business. No when I do post, you are. Yeah. You're out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. It's the power of awareness. It's, um, you know, the law of exposure. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you got to be exposed for people to see who you are. That, hey, I'm still doing this. Like shout yeah, out exposure media. Yeah, expo shout out. <laughs> um, like, yeah, you have a podcast, you know, you're doing the projection side of things also, but you're still in real estate. You're still yeah. a loan officer. Exactly. You're still a top originator, yeah. actually. Um, so it's like, yeah, like I'm still doing this. So it's cool that you're posting all sorts of things on yeah. your social media. It's like, I do this, but I also did this and this. Well, I had, you know what I, I did is I did like some self-reflection. I'm like, I've been posting all about the studio and I've been posting a lot about the podcast and all of my guests and stuff. And so this has been popping, but the mortgage business started to take a nosedive. And I'm like, no, bro, this is not good <laughs> because that's what pays for everything. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I got to get back to posting about mortgages, posting about real estate, posting about deals. And now you're creative. posting about investment deals exactly. too, which is like a whole new vehicle yeah. for you. Yeah. There's real estate working in real estate. And then there's actually being in real estate. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. now you're posting that. So, so now great. you got four different things to post about. It's holistic. <laughs> and, you know, it's so funny because uh, my parents, I spoke to them today and they were like, you have so many pans in the fire on the stove or whatever the saying is. And they were like, you're doing... And I'm like, there's power. You're like, I'm trying to build another stove so I can exactly. add another pan. <laughs> I'm like, look, this is my thing. I've read the power of the one thing. You know, I love that. If you go on on one thing, you will succeed 100% yes. every time. I think there's also something to be said for... When you have a bunch of different pans in the fire and like wait for one to bubble and that's the one you focus on. Yes. And then you could dump the other three if you want. But if you got four lines out and one of them grabs, that's your fish. Focus in that spot, right? That's where you got to go all in. And that's oh. always been mortgages for me. Do I yeah. dabble in other things? Absolutely. But I never get rid of my boiling pot. I never get rid of my big fish. Absolutely. Ever. Never give up your big fish, you know, especially if you like have an actual love for it yeah. and like you love that industry. Don't give that up. Um, if you do decide to give it up, man, you like you still like the income, you like the business side of things, maybe it's time to get a CMO or something and 
have them run the company and you get a you know exactly. percentage out of it where it's still going, still bubbling, but and your focus you is on successfully else. exit. Yes, exactly. I just was at the Patrick Bet David conference last week and oh, he's it was amazing. all about stepping out of the business and how to uh, exit properly, how to pull yourself out of it through either systems and automations or by hiring. And so that was huge. And I'm I'm definitely on the trajectory to do that next. He is actually just a guest on one of my clients' podcast what? episodes. Yeah, oh, that's so sick. That was an exciting uh, venture for us. That was yeah. probably one of our biggest, uh, like, accomplishments. That's so a milk black. He's... Yeah. Because he only does a few speaking events. Yeah. He's amazing, too. <laughs> yeah. I was just listening to one of his episodes yesterday, and I was like, I got through my whole gym workout, and I was like, I'm going to have to listen to this again. It was that good. Yeah. No, he's he's a great speaker. He he knows. He's a real deal. Let's just put it that way. That's awesome. <laughs> I agree. Well, let me ask you, what's one thing that you would leave to the audience that you think was the most impactful? We've spoken about several things today. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is one action item that they could take today in order to get closer to whatever that vision may be? So I would say that having that vision for sure and honing in on it, but even bigger than that is getting yourself in the right room, going with the right mentor or mentee, being the right mentee, and just if you have to pay for it, pay for it. It's going to be a big return on your investment if you do the right thing. Um, take it from someone who's spent a lot of money on their own personal development, getting into masterminds and all that. The ROI can be tenfold. Um, it's been amazing for me so far. And don't get stuck on it's going to cost me this much. I don't have this much. It's going to come back to you. I guarantee it. But when you do go network, don't just network, um, you know, sitting down, listening the whole time. Talk to other people there. Talk to the people who are talking um, you know, get in the room, but also be active, be proactive about it and just build those relationships. It's not transactional. It's all about being actual, building that relationship with people. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Are there any other topics or anything you want to cover? No, I think that's uh, it. Think that was we, a solid conversation. on the head. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, before we go, I'd love for you to also tell people where they could find you. Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram, Monsi CMB, M-O-N-C-Y CMB. Uh, you can go on my website also, www.exposure-dm.com. Dope. I love yep. that. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much again. Thank you. And thank you all for everyone who's stayed tuned into this episode. I think there were a lot of gems on here. Uh, if you found us by shorts or by reels, we appreciate you coming by the page. Uh, and we hope that you stick around. Please smash that like button. It'll help with the algorithm. Subscribe, hit the bell notification, share with a friend. We appreciate you being here and we'll see you on the next one.